Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Oh, welcome back. Final hour. Beamer in for Bowerly here. On News Radio 930 WBEN. Hope you're having a fantastic start to your weekend. 8030930, Star 930 gets you on the line. We were talking about banking and how's your banking changed? Do you still go sit in line at the bank? You know, I remember when I first got a um, checking account, you had to walk into the office, right? You had to wait for someone to. You had to go to the desk, and then you had to request, you know, with a banking agent. And then they'd call you over, and, you know, they had the nice little... It, it was an office. Sometimes it was an office, but inside of a cubicle. You know what I mean? Like, some places there was an office. Other places it was just a bigger cubicle. Um, you'd go there. You'd fill out all this paperwork. And they'd give you a checkbook with your name on it. Oh, it was great. And um, then you learn pretty quickly that it's not, you know, 1996. You don't really need the checkbook. Uh, I still have the original checkbook from my bank account. The only checks I've written regularly is when I rented a studio apartment in Amherst behind the Eagle House. And I had to write monthly checks. That's the only time I think I've written a check. Now it's all online, and you can set up a, a bank account in 20 seconds. I'm not saying they're all good, but that system of waiting and getting the lollipop from the, from the bank teller and then going and having the sophisticated conversation and deciding if you want a savings account with your checking account, those days seem to be over. It's not that difficult to set up a checking account anymore. And it's really just a holding account because who's checking? We use debit cards. Some of us still use cash. Others don't even pull anything. We just scan our phone in front of a receptor and that's how we pay for something. But there's nothing more helpless than when you can't access that money. And that's what happened to people that have Cash App last night. Or if you're like me and you have a hold from a purchase. And I just spent this entire break on the line because I called one person, the merchant, 
And they said, yes, we've cleared that transaction. Then I called the bank. Guess what? I got to wait another seven days before they can do anything. They can't expedite it. Expedite what? I just talked to the, uh, to the merchant. They told me they've cleared it. I, I don't understand bank talk. They said they cleared it. There were no other additional charges. I should have access to that money. There's nothing more frustrating than not having access to money that you know you have. This is coming from someone who, you know, in the past has made some financial blunders. We've had shows on that. We've talked about that. But it's really just frustrating when there's money that's yours that you can't have access to. That's the situation people with Cash App were in last night. That's the situation I'm in this afternoon. What's your story? 803-0930, star 930. And have you changed the way that you bank, that you handle money? Is it in one account, several accounts, cash in a locked firebox somewhere in the house? Hopefully no one's still shoving it in the mattress. That seems like the most irresponsible way to hold your money. If there's a fire, your money's gone. No one's throwing a mattress out their window. Fire safe box, now we're talking. Let's put, let's put some cash in there. On the Volkswagen of Orchard Park text board, someone says, Hi, Joe. I always keep cash on hand. Never know when digital options may be unavailable. I preach to my daughters to do the same. Doesn't always listen. That's from uh, Peg in Lancaster. And, and that's, yesterday's a great example of what happens. And, and you know, I, hey, I'm a millennial, right? I, I love digital things, right? I love having a speaker I can talk to in my kitchen, okay? I love listening to radio on, on an app. I, I love digital things. But Peg's correct. Things, digital things will at times malfunction. They'll break down. I was at a grocery store yesterday where the refrigerator and freezer all of a sudden broke down. They couldn't get it back on. They had to remove product, throw it in in shopping carts to get it to the freezer in the back. Digital electronic things will fail at times. Cash will always be there. And if cash loses its value, we're already in trouble. Right? I mean, if cash loses its value... We're in trouble. I'll go back to 2006. Now, in 2006, digital options weren't what they are today. It was card or cash, right? But 2006, October storm. The day after, my parents gave me 20 bucks, said we need a corded phone and get some snacks. And they were taking people one by one through the store, cash only. And that's how how we got... A corded phone and a couple of snacks. Nowadays, there would be a lot of people my age who, if all the stores lost their digital accepting stations, they would not be able to make a purchase. I mean, think of that. One day, if just everything freezes up and you can't go to the ATM, but you can't use your card or your Apple Watch, 
or, or anything, what are you going to do? It's all, it's not cash that you see. And I also think that you spend better if you have, I, I think you're more responsible with your money if you see your money. Now, again, don't take money advice from me. I'm the last person you want to take financial advice from. But I think you, are, you spend your money more conservatively if you can see it. A card, you can't see it. It's just numbers on your phone. Cash, you see your hardworking cash literally being wasted away. At least that's how I see it. 803-0930, star 930. That's the number. Someone says, I always carry cash and I keep cash at home. Another person says uh, they love the cat. They love Cash App, um, and uh, sad to hear of the news. And again, this could be anyone. I've had nothing but good experiences with Cash, the Cash App. Um, but anything digital, at a time, will fail. That's just the way it is, as Bruce Hornsby would say. It's just the way it is. Eight oh three oh nine thirty star nine thirty. But with the landscape of banking changing, you see more and more empty bank buildings. Now, there's several things to do with that. I think number one is that you have more people banking online. But another one is that you have one major bank bought another major bank, and they're not going to have a bank across the street from the same bank, if you catch my drift. So that's another reason you might see more empty uh, bank buildings. While making the drive around, let's go to Jeff in Kenmore. Jeff, what's uh, what's your story? Well, my thing is, I think cash should be accepted everywhere. That's our currency. Card as an option is great, you know, and I get it, and I get why employers like it. You know, less employee theft, you know, less to count at the end of the night. You know, it's a little different. I get that point when you use your card, but the problem is, you know, there's still theft. You know, they give people stuff without asking. You know what I mean? Uh, you know, there, there's always going to be some theft in there. But I think cash is our currency for our country. Every business, if you're the business, should have to accept cash. Just how it is. I don't care if you're at a concert. I don't care if you're Darien Lake. I don't care where it is. If, if, if there's something available, cash should always be an option for first. And then uh, digital currency, PayPal, Venmo, credit card, debit card, whatever you want to use as a secondary. And that's a... Isn't that crazy to think? Like, you could be at a game, you could be at a concert with $200 in your pocket, and it's like you're broke if you don't have a digital way to pay for something? Yeah, yeah. I bought a T-shirt at one. I didn't have my card. I mean, I had the card. I just didn't want to use it. You know, I knew I had some electronic funds coming out, and I really don't want to use the card, you know, and because, uh, you know, I don't keep much in my card in case it gets stolen, whatever. Right, of course. And then, and then uh, they, uh, uh, I just told the girl, look, it's a $50 T-shirt. I'm going to give you $65 cash, and she gave me the shirt. She nope. probably pocketed the money, but that's not my business. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I bought the shirt, and I paid for it, and I walked away. But at the end of the day, it, you should have the option of cash at all times, everywhere. Yeah. Because that is our currency. That is it. And the other ones are just a nice, convenient option, but cash is first. I don't disagree, man. I do not disagree. Great, uh, great point, Jeff and Kemore. I mean, it, it is funny to think, right? And like he said, I understand why people do it. But it's funny to think in the United States of America, if you have American dollars, 
Say you have $200 in your wallet. If you are at a Bills game, if you are at a concert with $200 cash, but no digital money, no credit card, no Apple Pay, it would be like you're broke within the stadium. I, I mean, come on. That, that is a bit ridiculous. You know, I mean, I, like I said, I like to still walk around with cash. I like to have cash on me. I like to pay for things with cash because, again, I think it sends that message of this is you're spending the money you actually made. This is the money you made leaving. You're not going to see it again is what you're buying worth it. And it is kind of ridiculous to think about. There are places, more and more places, that you can not spend cash at all. Cash is no good. There are still a few places where cash only. And, you know, some would say if you go to a place that's cash only, you're going to get some really good food. It is Beamer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Let's go to Tony in Hamburg. Tony, uh, tell me about your banking and money handling. Money, cash, cash is king for sure. I've got cash at home, cash in a couple buildings, and you know my girlfriend here. She's got her credit cards. She just goes back into debt. Got her out of debt. Goes back into debt because you can't see the money. I said, carry cash with you. If you break down in the car, who's going to take a credit card? You get stuck in it. You know somebody's going to want twenty bucks, not not a credit card. Yeah, um, and, and if you want, I want to buy something on a Sunday. I, hey, I've got a hot rod. I want to go check it out. I got cash. I can go buy that car. I don't have to wait for a bank to open. And who knows if the banks one day is just going to shut down on you. I'm just scared after what happened with COVID. I couldn't deposit any money. Couldn't even get at my money. So it's changed since COVID. Now, let me ask you, Tony. Have Do you have a, a safe way of storing it? You're not keeping it in the mattress, oh. are you? No, no, no. I got a safe way of storing it. If the house burns down, it's safe. Don't worry about it. I got it. It's not going to burn up, you know. Yeah, you can't. The insurance company's not going to cover your cash. So, Tony, you are you are the guy. Like, if you wanted to go buy a car, you've got the briefcase all ready to go. Oh, I got it. I got it on a Sunday. I got it on a Saturday. Whatever. It could be eleven o'clock at night. I showed my girlfriend one day. I went to go buy a backhoe. It was. Uh, I got a phone call. Guy owed me a favor. He went and got the backhoe. I got a great deal on it. I gave him twenty five thousand cash, and I go, I want the receipt right now. I'm paying you for it. She goes, Well, you're going to buy it. On uh, Monday, he found out what it was worth, and he didn't want to sell it to me. I go, no, it's mine. I already paid for it. Son. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> not, have cash. Not only paying all up front, you're getting some good deals out of it, too. Oh, you get the good deal, and that's what I'm saying. When somebody's in a bind and you've got cash on hand, so, you know, somebody else might have it, you might lose the deal. Tony's but, got you it. Know, that's, you know, I own my own business, and I've been in business for uh, 40 years, and, you know, it's just one of those things that, you, you kind of learn, and, and yeah, uh, you have enough, and you want to carry your money with you. I carry a couple grand on me all the time. You know, you know, like I said, you never know. So, uh, Tony, don't be shorthanded. Good for you, man. Good for you, Tony and Hamburg. He's the way to go. Thank you, Tony and Hamburg. He's got the he's got the briefcase. We all dream one day to be able to walk up to someone and said, "I'm taking this and open the briefcase with all the money in it, with the real money, not the not not like deal or no deal. You you open it and there's money in the briefcase." Tony's got it down. He's the way, he's got the way to go. Um, let's go to Mike in Tonawanda. Mike, thanks for hanging on. Oh, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, one thing that people ought to do first is do a little more research when it comes to money. Um, I've 
learned a um, little studying that actually using cash itself increases its value. So the less people use it, the, it de devaluates a dollar. I mean, people, as others I'm sure have said, when you use your car, people go into debt. But using money, just use any kind of spending for necessities first. I mean, it's just common sense. And when people go more into debt, then the more you got to pay for interest and everything else. And it's just so convenient. It's just so much better. And using a credit card, it costs businesses a little bit more because, like some of the gas stations had, it's going to cost them money to process with a credit card. So something that they have to learn is use uh, cash more often. It increases the value, and it's also easier to trace uh, activities, too. And I don't know why people aren't going to do that, but I think people just find convenience is more important than uh, what their uh, money is, you know, like their uh, finances. Interesting stuff, Mike. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think people value convenience, but usually with convenience, you're losing money in the end. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's just um, it's just so much easier, I think, with cash. I mean, a friend of mine, she got into debt so much, too, and not with uh, her spending all the time, and now she just uh, she just uses cash now as much as possible. It's the way to go. So, Yep, that's the best way. Mike, appreciate the call. Yep. Mike and Tonawanda. And, and, you know, hey, sometimes we all like to be take the convenient route, right, the convenience store. Here's the thing. You're going to pay for convenience. I mean, that's always the case, right? Um, there are uh, – I'm trying to think of an example now. Um, well, my rent is a good example. My rent. If you pay rent on a card, there is a charge to using your card. And you're seeing this more and more with certain with certain things. Oh, you want to put that in your debit card? Okay, there's a charge with that. Now, I don't have. I don't think I'm going to walk up and pay my rent in cash. I'm just saying, for the convenience you're paying, when you go to a convenience store, it is more expensive than mostly more expensive than going to the grocery store. You're paying for the convenience. That's how I've always thought of it. 803-0930, star 930. If you're on hold, we'll get to you after the break. We have one segment to go on a Friday. We're talking cash. We're talking banks. We're talking what you want to talk about when we come back. Here, it's Beamer in for Bowerly. Josh Schmidt's final Bowerly segment on News Radio. Doesn't mean he gets to pick the bump because it's 530 on a Friday. But anyway, here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Baby, now I got the flow. 
Kramer in for Bowerly here on News Radio 930 WBEN. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. You're having a fantastic start to your weekend. Hope you have some great plans for the weekend. I want to thank you for making us a part of your day every day. Uh, Just a programming note. There will be no hard line this weekend. This happens every year. I take the two first two Sundays of the month off, but don't worry. Next week, we will have a packed hard line for you, and we'll get back in the groove of the Sunday hard line program. 803-0930, Star 930 gets you on the show. We're talking about banking. How you bank, uh, has it changed over the last decade in cash or no cash? Now, how did this all come up if you're just joining us? Last night, the Cash App and Square were down. Payment services uh, were down uh, due to an outage last night and early Friday morning, preventing people from accessing their accounts. So, is cash the way to go? Let's go to our friend Terry in Texas. Terry, happy Friday. Happy Friday. It's pretty funny you were playing that song. Like As I was on hold, I was driving home, so it was going as I was pulling up to my driveway, and I was thinking, man, I wonder if I could get my wife to play that song when I walk through the door every day. <laughs> I don't think it's going to happen. Well, keep working. You know, uh, yeah, I'm going to try it, man. You know, a couple more uh, honey-do lists, and I'll, I might be there. But, you know, I, I typically don't use cash, man. Um, I just stopped it over the years just with, I mean, all the different variations. I was kind of like fighting first with the cash app, Venmo, and this, that, and the other, but it became a lot more easy. Um, my kids live about an hour and a half away from me when they hit me up for something. It's, I can just shoot it to them, no big deal, or I can zell it to them. Um, when, I, when I go out to shop or do whatever I do, I kind of took this. I'm not a financial wizard by any stretch, but if it was good enough for Warren Buffett, it's good enough for me. He said that he doesn't use a debit card. He does keep cash for tipping, things like that. But he also said he uses his credit card. The reason that he does that is because it makes his credit better. He gets some of his money back. And he already, you know, like for me, I use my credit card to go grocery shopping. But I already, let's say I spend 200 bucks. I already have those $200 set aside for groceries. I give it a couple weeks, bill comes in, take care of it. And over the years, it's really tremendously helped my credit. Um, and so I've just stuck with it. As far as, like, saving money, I mean, there's no telling. Again, I'm not a wizard or I, I'm not an alarmist. I don't know much about it, but... You know, it doesn't look like the, the American dollars in the best graces in the world these days. 
I try to keep a little bit more. Not a lot. I'm not. I'm hoping to get like Tony someday and be carrying around stacks with me so I can go buy cars <laughs> randomly. You want to get the you briefcase know, I'm, I'm of cash? Right, but you know, I've, I got some friends that are a little, you know, in the know. I've listened to the financial guys a bunch over the years. I get a little bit of gold, a little bit of silver, things like that, just to kind of keep a little bit of security. But I'm also of the opinion, not change subject, but if it all pops off and there's just no money and we're all bartering for gold, I'm sure you know that a bigger problem of mine is going to be, you know, that I collect a stack of twenties under the mattress while that's going down. That's just me, though. It's just. Not cashless is easier all the way around. Cash, I mean, I think that's why people, yeah, more people want to just be able to have everything on their phone. But if you had all your money in Cash App last night and wanted to buy that car, you know, Tony would be buzzing past you with the briefcase. No, I know he would. Let me ask you this while you're on the subject, if you don't mind, because I seen this with my own two eyes the other day. I didn't believe it, but it happened. So I was about to pay with my card. The woman asked, you know, do you want to do debit or credit? I said, debit. I ended up just hitting enter, enter, and I guess it processed as credit. And she goes, well, you said you want to do debit. Would you rather do credit? And I was like, well, it doesn't matter. Whatever is easier for you. And she goes, honestly, it's better for you because if you choose debit, the bill's different. She showed me the difference between using credit and using debit. It was a dollar twenty difference. So what I'm wondering is, are these companies raising prices when people utilize credit cards? because they don't have the money as it is, so they're punishing them because all these businesses have to pay you know, a little fee every time you use a credit card or something like that. So I'm wondering if this is going to be a, a, a newer trend moving forward. Yeah, I mean, I, seen that. I, I think not only will it be, but I think people that are consistently using credit cards will pay more because, like you said, Terry, well, they don't really have the money now, and oh, I'll pay it later. I think a lot of people who regularly use credit cards, their mind, their way of thinking is, oh, I'll pay it later. I'll pay it later. I'll have it next week. You know what I mean? I think that you can, if you can, I've never learned how to, you know, like balance a checkbook or nothing like that. But if you're old school and you balance checkbooks, I promise you, you should be able to, you know, just uh, navigate a couple of these apps. You can control your budget. You know where your money's going. If you're setting up, you know, automatic payments, things like that. I do things that I know have to be paid regardless. If it's something that's sketchy, like a you know streaming app or something like that, I don't I don't lock that down to automatic withdrawal or anything. Um, but you know, bigger stuff that I know, the truck, the house, things like that. All that is already taken care of before I even get my fingertips on the money, just in case I got a hankering to take the Lions against the Chiefs yesterday. That's right. <laughs> Look at you. I sure, did. I sure did. Yeah? Were you sweating there at the end, though? No, nah, it was a good game. I took it because I, there's no rooting for the Chiefs in my house. I was walking out the door to do my filthy cigarette smoking habit real quick right before kickoff. I looked back at my TV. I saw Dan's face just up on my TV, just grinning from ear to ear, crunk happy, ready to roll. And I was like, I got to roll with the Lions. I have to. And so I did. Well, look at that. Paid off. Well, this ain't no Mahomes house over here. <laughs> we can move that up the road. I like but to hear anyway, that. That's my take. I know you got to you gotta wrap up soon. But, yeah, man, that's my take. It's just, you know, I'm not saying Tony's way is wrong and mine's right. I'm just saying, for me, the way I do business on a day-to-day basis, just easier not to have cash. And, you know, one less thing to worry about. If I lose my wallet, I can just cancel on my cards or turn them off at my phone. Sounds good. Hey, Terry, appreciate the call, man. Maybe we'll talk uh, Monday previewing that Bills game.
Go Bills. Damn right. All right. Yeah. All right, man. Terry in Texas, let's go to uh, – which, you know, that was one of the things I was going to talk about today. Maybe we'll do it on Monday. 28% of people will gamble on on sports this uh, this season. And, you know, it's funny for 28% of people. I said 20 – did I say 28 people? I meant 28% of people. For 28% of people, we have completely changed the way we talk about sports and the way, like – Everything's presented. We didn't get to that today. Maybe we'll get to that Monday filling in for uh, David. Tim in Williamsville has been patient. Tim, what is uh, your preference? Hey, it's it's really Mr. Galaxy, Susan's friend. But happy Friday, Joe. Happy Friday. <laughs> uh, you hit a button for me with this cash thing. You know, I actually got carded using cash the other day, and of all places, at a bank. The place where cash comes from. So I was paying a credit card bill. I went to one bank, withdrew $1,000 went to the other bank with a check and cash, handed it to the teller. He said, oh, I just need your ID. So I said, oh, you need my ID because of the check. He goes, no, I need it because of the cash. How's that? Why was that? (laughs) uh, Can I name names? I don't know if I want to name names, but I could. (laughs) Don't name names. Yeah, no, I mean name names of banks, but – but yeah, he he said they were tracking the cash uh, payments. So they wanted to tie it to my license. And I'm finding this more and more. I think there's a bigger picture thing going on here, too. But um, I I always complain at some of these uh, local grocery stores where you go to the checkout, the the speedy checkouts now, the self-checks, and they only only take cards. You get punished for using cash. You have to wait in line. That's true. I, I, you know, I used to love the self checkout, and it would be mm-hmm. cash. But now, yeah. uh, uh, there's a few stores that have like one or two that will take cash. But yeah, cash is. Uh, it seems like it's on the way out. It it is. It's unfortunate because you know you, some people just like the anonymity and the speed of cash, like a couple of your callers have said. You know, just hand the bills, get some bills back, and you're on your way. But you know, not, not anymore. Yes, that's interesting. Hey, Tim, appreciate the call. You know, another thing they were doing with, remember this? They were going, they had uh, NOCO at Young's in Maine. It's now a rebel. At Young's in Maine, had gas pumps that took cash. And this is when I was delivering for Lenovo and working for cash tips mostly. So I would love that because I wouldn't have to go inside and I could spend cash. But this just shows you the demand for cash is lower and lower because they got rid of those pumps. Those pumps were not there that long. I used to think like, wow, this is the future. It's like a vending machine pump. And instead, those were gone, I think, within like two years. And Tim's right. I mean, the first self-checkout had cash. It would spit out coins. But now it's card only. You want to pay cash? Stand in that line. Stand behind the person with 52 items. The self-checkout used to also be 20 items or less, and now they're not really enforcing that either. Uh, so there's, there's a few things we could uh, talk about when it comes to that self-checkout lane. 803-0930, star 930 is the number to get on as we wind up, uh, as we wrap up here. Sorry. Fred in Lancaster is next on the Friday show. Fred, what's, uh, what's your preference? The government would love it if everyone went to a digital dollar. That way they, you wouldn't be able to avoid any tax on anything and they would know exactly what you purchased. So information is the new weapon. It isn't guns. It isn't ammo. It's information. You could knowing what people purchase and what they're buying, and if they're avoiding taxes while they're doing it, 
is going to be the new weapon that controls everything. And if America wants to empower the elite, then then deal with credit cards and deal with digital currency. But I'm dealing with cash. That's it. That that keeps there's some anonymity with that. And how much ca- do you care? Do you uh, privacy? Do you have your cash all locked up? Well, yeah, you got to protect your cash. What, what did we do 50 years ago? That's all we dealt with was, was right. cash. We paid, bills got paid 50 years ago, society functioned. The only difference is, is now people have an ability to know exactly what you purchased, when you purchased it, and if you paid tax on it. That's right. I mean, if, if no one cares about their privacy, then then deal with credit cards and digital currency. And Fred, you bring and up that's you, the way we'll go. You bring up a great point because that's that is the issue. Like how much do you care about your privacy? Is your convenience worth that privacy? It's like pressing the allow button on every app to track you as you go throughout your day. Is the convenience worth giving up that little bit of privacy? Not to me. There you go. Fred and Lancaster, appreciate the call. 803-0930, star 930. We've got about 10 minutes left, but first, let's get traffic. Here's Alan Harris. Ah, evening news with Tom Puckett. The WBEN just called Jed. First alert forecast tonight, dipping down to 60. Mostly cloudy skies. Tomorrow, cloudy 75. Showers on Sunday, 72. Right now, it is 69. And mostly cloudy outside our Amherst studios. And on this Friday, September 8th, 2023, we say goodbye to Josh Schmidt on the other side of the glass, a uh, position that I held in the past uh, on this 3 o'clock, well, it was at the time 3 to 7, now the 2 to 6, Tom Bowerly Show. Josh is moving down the hall and down your dial uh, to WGR Sports Radio 550. He'll be working the morning shift, so I'll be seeing more of Josh uh, but Josh, let me ask you, what are you going to take away with your time on WBEN, 2 to 10, working with Bowerly, working with myself, working with Puckett? What are, what are you going to take away from this experience? Interacting with people. It's a good answer. I, I just, I, I don't know. I feel like when I came into this, I didn't have, not that I didn't have good people skills, but I feel like I couldn't like, you know, on air, I couldn't jive with people as well as I do off the air because I'm a very outgoing person off the air, and I feel like I am on the air too. But for some reason, I just feel like I've really learned from you and Bowerly. I, I just really feel like I've learned how to interact with people on the air, and it's it's kind of invaluable. And I've also just enjoyed it over here. There's been a lot of fun shows that I've done with you and with Tom over the past year and a half. It was like January or February when I came into this, about six months into being here. That's right. And, yeah, I just – I don't know. I feel like I've learned a lot. It's hard to put it all into one thing, but I think it would be really just learning how to better interact with people. So you, you take the skills from here, and you're moving down the hall, the morning shift, starting on Monday. Excited uh, for the new opportunity? I am. I'm very excited. I'm, I'm, I'm really sad that I have to leave here, but I'm very excited to get into sports and get into something I love and, and, and want to do with the rest of my life. So – it's it's really exciting. I'm 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 and I'm excited for just the the shift change as well. It's yeah. going to be a nice just change of pace. You like the, you like the morning. You you're not going to miss those 3 hours that you're you have this entire building to yourself. No. <laughs> Cuz sometimes those are really 
creepy and weird. I feel yeah. very alone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Especially in the middle of the summer when there's there's no Bisons games, there's no hockey games, there's no football games, and I'm literally the only one here. Yeah. It's I, it's a really weird feeling. I remember those uh, when I did Saturday nights, my first shift here, 6 to 11, Saturday nights, and if there was no other event going on by like 8 o'clock, I'm the only one in the building. And uh, yeah, it, it, it's, it, I enjoyed it a little bit, but then also it's kind of creepy. You're the only one here. And I would always fear that I'd lock myself out of the station. I did that twice. Oh, look at that. And look it, at you, only it, twice. It was it was scary. Good yeah. thing I had my phone with me. Yeah, call If I out. didn't, then it's just, you're over. You're done. Yeah. There was one time the power went out in every other part of the building, and I went out to go to the bathroom, and I didn't know the power went out, and I walked out there, and it was just pitch black. And I was so freaked out, and I just came back in, and I sat in the studio for the next, like, three hours, <laughs> and I just I didn't move because I was too freaked out. <laughs> well, Josh, it's always been uh, always been great working with you. I've always appreciated it, and uh, we'll see more of each other. I know Tom uh, is going to miss you as well. I'm sure he said that yesterday, right? You guys talked about this. Um, so we'll I'll see you on Monday. And we'll hear you down the aisle. Now, Tanner is going to be in that chair on Monday yes, with, uh, with Tom, and we'll hear from him then. So, Josh, thanks for the hard work, and uh, happy for you. Sad to lose you here, but happy for you down the hall, and looking forward to uh, hearing you bring on Jeremy and Joe Monday morning at 6 o'clock. Thank you to all the people that have called in that I've talked to over the past year and a half or so. It's, uh, it's been nice to know all of you. And there he is, Josh Schmidt. Have a great weekend, everybody. Bowerly is back on on Monday. It is Friday. Bowerly's back on Monday. I'm in for Bellavia on Monday. And then everyone will be back where they belong on Tuesday. Remember, no Hardline Sunday. Hardline will return next week. Get ready for that. Have a great weekend. And as I always say, if you're going to have fun, if you're going to enjoy yourself, don't be stupid. Make sure you have a designated driver. Make sure you have a plan to get home before you have that first drink. Uber, Lyft, taxi, whatever it is, make sure you have a plan to get home safely. I'll talk to you Monday on WBEN. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.